0: Hello and welcome once more to the weekly review in which one wizened husk and one spring fresh flower assess the cultural goings on of the week so that you don't have to. Hello Mar, how are you doing? Hello. Are you feeling spring fresh?
2: Yes, but it's summer now so I must be like deteriorating (laughs) by now.
0: Withered. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh, well, and Johan is is off this week doing uh, Johan things, um, but we have got loads of stuff. For you, and um, we're going to be assessing the best of the year's TV so far. Um, talking trash versus class. Uh, that doesn't quite rhyme, but I, I wanted to make it so we're going to be. It,
2: it makes a lot of sense. I'm trash. You're class.
0: I'm, I'm not really, and you're not trash either. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. What we come with. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be examining the new album from Soccer Mummy, literally my favorite name in all of music.
2: Yeah, just because of that, they're, they're the best. This is the review. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> You're going to tell us why Barcelona, if I haven't misunderstood, is the new It Girl City.
2: Yes, you maybe have misunderstood, but I will do my best so you understand.
0: But first, Alan Brakes and DJ Falcon.
1: Border. Going step by step, so I'm gonna break, going past the border. Going step by step, it feels like there's something in there. like this
0: and breaks and DJ Falcon step by step and I had to let that play for a bit longer than we do normally because the enormity of uh, Mars theory has has blown my mind I had to sort of vaguely um, uh, get to grips with it and those those few few minutes helped
2: no but you you shouldn't have like read anything you you should just come by surprise to to what I'm going to explain now
0: okay okay I mean which is go on
2: yeah the title, like the headline, would be Barcelona, Barcelona, not Barcelona, Barcelona is uh, on the run. Hang on,
0: hang on, are you trying to say it in a, in a funny accent?
2: No, well, yeah, just whatever it is not Spanish, like Barcelona.
0: Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona.
2: Barcelona is on the run.
0: Oh, hang on, you know what's really non-Spanish and gets all kind of local people really annoyed?
2: Yeah, I know what you're going to say, say it. Barca. Barca. Why do, they, why do they write Barca? It's not Barca, it's a Trancada.
0: Why do people who, uh, Catalans who go to London, try to go to Leicester Square?
2: I don't even know what that is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, a fam- there's a famous part of London called Leicester Square. It's written Leicester.
2: Uh, okay. Sorry. How do you say it? Leicester. And we say it? Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because but it's so annoying when there's like an, a big influencer or whoever that comes here and says, I love Barca. And it's like, okay, name a player. But because you're, I know you're talking about the city, but the city is not called Barca. Just get it together. And I've seen like a lot of people commenting, like, hey, maybe um, you're like, didn't understand that Barca is only referring to the football team, but they don't care. They're going to keep it calling it Barca, especially, but not Barca. They don't even, like, put the, the Cetrancade, they say Barca. And it's like, okay, you love a boat, What next? <laughs> <laughs> I doesn't love a
0: boat? I say BCN. Yeah that's,
2: yeah, that's like when, for example, Dua Lipa did a photo dump when she came to Barcelona and she caption it BCN because she has good people around her that tell her do not put Barca that will make you look lame
0: but also she could have put Barca and you wouldn't have cared right yeah I would I I start calling Barcelona <laughs> Barca <Yeah>. just because <laughs> of the <Dua> Alipa <laughs> just because we're all embarrassed we don't want to <laughs> say you're, you're wrong sorry I interrupted you
2: yeah yeah ben, I was just trying to say the headline Barcelona Barca or however you want to call it <laughs> is on the run to become America's Next Top Model? No. This is like a mental illness I have. When I, whenever I hear someone say, is on the run, my brain co- says America's Next Top Model because this is the only thing I consume for a lot of years. And this has left me with great mental health. But it's not on the run to become America's Next Top Model, but is on the run to become the new With Girl City. And what does that mean? It's something I completely made up, but it makes sense if you listen to me carefully because this requires a lot of attention and willingness to understand because, as I said, it's something I completely made up, so it's possible that it doesn't make sense, but if you have the faith in me to understand, maybe something will end up making sense. Okay, I have faith. Okay, I know you would. <laughs> um, so, I yeah. Okay, I'm. I'm just gathering the energy to make my knowledge trespassable to you, and you and, and you see the vision I'm having. But I'm, today I'm going to defend that Barcelona is on the run to become uh, <laughs> the new Wheat Girl city. And I'm when I say this, it's not like I'm saying, oh, have you noticed there are tourists in Barcelona? <laughs> have you ever seen someone like coming here for vacation? Did you know Barcelona held the 92 Olympic Games? Really? And Are you
1: that so what you're about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> This is not my theory. It could be, and I would be completely correct. But I don't think it's that mind-blowing to people. I'm not saying Barcelona has tourists. Everyone knows that. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm saying you have to sit and listen because this is a new observation, more niche and more specific than tourists in general. Right, right. Okay, so the thing is, among influencers, and I'm not talking about every specific uh, every influencer that comes to your brain. I'm talking about a very specific kind of influencer. That a kind of influencer. So you have to imagine um, someone who like lives from being that, like having tons of followers and 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 doing social media of themselves, but they don't portray themselves as a commercial influencer so they don't do like a lot of promos or obvious promos like they are actually um commercial influencers because otherwise they wouldn't be able to live from that but it's not like their thing it's it's like they they their whole appeal is like being relatable in a way like it we could be the same person it's just that I put the the pictures but you could take you could have taken this picture you could have been with your friends in this bar um having like a beer and took this like casual picture and put it in your feet it could be you It this life that you're seeing it could be you but it's not
0: you. question question do they not uh do they not come across as commercial influencers because they don't need to make money because they're absolutely loaded
2: yeah normally oh, right, they okay. have rich parents Good obviously know. they do, Uh, anyone that lives from an artistic like kind of pathway, like lifestyle, you know their parents are rich. But a, a lot of, well, maybe the commercial influencers are not always coming from wealth, but a lot of them are too. But this is like probably coming from wealth and their thing is like being more subtle about like, I don't think they would call themselves influencers, for example. Um, But yeah, their whole thing is like being relatable in a way that you believe you could be. But if you really think about it, it's like you will never look as effortlessly cool as they. You will never take a picture of your stupid coffee in the morning that looks as cool as theirs. Um, And your house will never like be this beautifully untidy messiness with like miscellaneous objects that they have like. From all over, like flea markets and stuff. It will never look like that. It, your hair will never look as mm, good in a messy van as there's. I have, your clothes will never look as good as theirs because you think, oh, she's wearing just a a white (laughs) T-shirt. I have a white T-shirt, but hers is probably $2,000 and yours is mm, two euros from Zara. And you can tell the difference from a white T-shirt, but you think, I can be that. This is how I look with my Zara T-shirt. This is me, but it's not. This is the kind of influencer I'm talking.
0: Is there a name for these kind of influencers or can we...
2: Yes, I think you can call them aesthetic influencers.
0: Nice. All right. I was going to go Aesthetic
2: for a- as a word, like what does it even mean? It doesn't make any sense to call something aesthetic, but they I would call them aesthetic influencers because it's their whole thing like making things that are like um normal aesthetic. Yeah, actually that's their job, making like boring stuff aesthetic. Well, this kind of influencer who is like the most popular kind of influencer now or at least in my world, um uh, is th- like they they have they don't live anywhere. They live in specific cities. And this is my whole point. These people live in cities that match their vibe, like right. their whole thing like the, the thing that I just described. So, this it girl cities that I'm going to call it or aesthetic girl cities would be a more fitting name um, they um, have like this common sense of of being a, a common background that looks good in in this kind of pictures in this kind of they also do like blogs in youtube and and record their life with their friends and going out and whatever so it's a common scenery um without being specific like they they don't have meetings and say we're all going to live here but it's you can see they Casually, all live in the same city. I bet
0: they do have meetings.
2: <laughs> I bet they do too. <laughs> um, so what previous cities used to be like the main aesthetic girl city? Obviously, classic New York used to be, or yeah, still is um, a big city for all these girls. Like their whole thing was not living in Los Angeles. Like a lot of them are are um, from the USA. So their thing was like, oh, we're American, but we don't live in trashy Los Angeles. Like, this is a pre-made city. We're so much culturally awake and, and so much more in touch with reality. Like, we have problems. We live in tiny apra- uh, apartments. We go out with our friends in in this big city, co- like cosmopolitan city that everything's happening all at once. The, a lot of artists live here. My friend has a gallery and I go there and have Champagne and whatever, so it matched their 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 vibe. Like I think that the, the thing that all the what they're looking for is a cultural city, right? And that's what if you are living in the USA, I think uh, that the most fitting option for you is New York City. But suddenly, not that long ago, a lot of these influencers starting started moving out of New York. What happened? New York was not cool enough for them. And you may ask yourself, where were they going? Like, girls, uh, what are we doing next? Um, the meeting, what, what do we decide? So, if, yes, I'm going to try, like, put you in a test now. If you were in a meeting with these girls and you would have to decide which city would you go to next, Now that New York is not culturally awake enough for you, like your photos are not as cool as you would want to, which city would you go to? Because the USA, maybe it's not working for you anymore.
0: Me? Where would I go?
2: No, but you have to be like, in this context, you're in a meeting with this kind of girls and you're this kind of girl too. Ghent. That's uh, that's actually a good option, but... uh, it's not. It, you have to take it step by step. You cannot go from the USA, like New York to Ghent, like in in just a step. You need uh, something in the middle. Okay, okay. And what's easier to romanticize more than Paris? Like it's yeah. Europe, but uh, um, it's an obvious choice for like artists love museums like you can take a picture. Not having picnic. any money,
0: people being rude to
2: you. But that that's not on the pictures. That's not on the pictures. Right, okay. it, it, and yeah. Um, so a lot of these influencers moved temporarily to Paris and they stayed obviously in the most beautiful sublets and and rent like they temporarily rented like the most amazing flats and and attics and something like you would never see that, like, someone who actually lives in Paris living there. But they made it look, like, so casual. Like They had coffee in the morning next to this huge window that had views of beautiful... Um, 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 the Eiffel okay. Tower? Not the Eiffel Tower. Know. How do you... Um, Trieri? <laughs> yeah, or, or just buildings, buildings that look uh, that look good in pictures because they're like kind of old and European looking. Right, right. Um, So it, it's not like a kind of luxury that it's like, oh, my balcony is just in front of the Eiffel Tower and I live in a five star hotel. Because that wouldn't be relatable. They wouldn't do that. They would live in an attic that is kind of small, but it's maybe 2000 euros a month. Um, because it's like cute and beautifully um, decorated and and that ha- is very centric. But it's like, oh no, guys, I, I don't live in a five-star hotel. Hotel. I'm just like you. I, I live in a <laughs> tiny apartment in the middle of Paris.
0: Hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. I lived in Paris. Does this mean like I'm a it girl?
2: you could potentially be one. you could be like the <laughs> the predecessor of you you're one step ahead because okay, you're good. not living now there but maybe <laughs> wait wait for it because okay. my theory is but yeah whatever they um, for a while all their youtube videos were like um blogs of them living in paris blah 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 having lunch in or brunch in in beautiful cafes and and going on museum dates whatever but Now I'm sensing another shift because I have like this rather like, I have a very activated sense when a shift is coming. Antenna. An antenna, yeah, of course. I have an antenna um, that I have developed through the years to sense a cultural shift. Um, And this is happening now because Paris is not cutting it anymore. There are too many girlies that live from this in Paris and they don't want to be one of, like many they want to be special so if a lot of them have already moved there they have to start moving out because <laughs> they don't want all their feet to look the same so what do you do if you leave paris um like what's the next option for you that is also in this they love this european kind of feel um and and it's cultural cities so what's like a next step From Paris, but still not Ghent. Maybe Ghent is coming soon. (laughs) Ghent is definitely coming. (laughs) But not yet. Um, So they have had a meeting and they have decided that the one that really... It's not that obvious as Paris, because Paris now, they're they're kind of embarrassed, I feel like. They're like, it was too obvious, girls. Yeah, it wasn't. Why why would we choose an, an obvious choice if we left New York because of that? So they're after their meeting, they have decided that the one that's not that obvious but it still matches all their requirements and looks good um, during summer is none other than our small little town called Barcelona. And they have all come here. Or they're doing it, like not all of them. They're doing it slowly because if they all come together they would have to live again.
0: Do you reckon they're basically getting their cultural references from Friends? They're endlessly rewatching Friends. They've like <laughs> gone past Rachel going to Paris, and they're think like thinking about Joey's incredible Barcelona uh, anecdote.
2: Tibidabo, Mount Tibidabo. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I <laughs> think they 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 possibly are. Are you the head of the me- like I've the head director it. of the meetings? Because I'm sensing a lot of uh, <laughs> inside knowledge. <laughs> um, yeah. So now they're here, and and it I, I'm. This is, a, I'm not joking when I say this, sadly, but this is our full cultural pick. Like that these <laughs> girls decided to come here. They decided above anything else to come to Barcelona and to romanticize Barcelona. I think we're this is our pick. We're, we're not making it out of this, but I'm so happy I live to see that happen.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, you are obviously a damn sight more Catalan than me. And um, how do you feel about, about this kind of thing? I mean, like, you say it's a bit, genu- does it genuinely please you when they come? Or is it a little
2: bit like, oh. I love it. There's nothing that I love more than seeing one of these girls go to the places I've seen every day or that I go to and I think, okay, no, I don't <laughs> think anything of it. And they take a picture, or because I made a list of the things that they decided they They were cool to romanticize, so I could go there and think, oh my God, this is so good. I've never (laughs) been to um, a bookstore this cool, like La La Central, they've been to La Central del Raval. Obviously, it's a good choice to go. The pictures will look great. They have also been to La Fundación Miró, which would have been so cool that they went the same day as one of the RPS podcasts that were doing right now was being like done and they suddenly were like oh let's go uh, listen to this live podcast that's happening and i would be there to greet them and be like hey girls i know what you're doing you're romanticizing my job (laughs) (laughs) i wish they would do that and they have also been to primavera sound a few of them and i saw them and I was like, I know what you're doing, and I I see the shift, the cultural shift. I know, I know. Did you say that this you to had, them? And no, but we we crossed like um, eyesight and and they know. I know. They knew, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I was not in the meeting, but I know everything.
0: I'm I'm all. So who are we talking about? Who are we talking about here? I've made, I've made you skip your list.
2: For example. Moya, I don't know how to pronounce her. I don't
0: she, know who that is. I've got to be honest Moya you.
2: Mahogny, Moya Mahogany? Moya Mowini?
0: Moya, M- Moya Mawini? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Moya exactly. Mawini, all right. She's okay. half Irish, half Indonesian. Okay. She's now in Kadakes, having the time of her life. In Kadakes? Blimey. Yeah. What's she doing there? Well, she's doing her It Girl life. And, okay. And living her best life. Where I live... Um, written like where that. I love where the name. that's my favorite name where I live she's so nice. clever for that now she's in Portugal but I know she will come back I know she's she's wishing for a longer stay in Barcelona um, but also like I think I have to include Dua Lipa in, in yeah. this kind of category because she acts and posts posts on Instagram like these kind of girls so even like these the first two I said are smaller influencers, but like micro, not micro influ- influencers, but smaller than Dua Lipa obviously. But they have this whole thing in common that is like this effortless kind of style. Even though how could how could being Dua Lipa be effortless? But she acts like it is. Yeah. So they are all here. They have at least been here for a while, and I'm I'm. I truly believe I'm not making this up. Like Barcelona is the new It Girl City. Like it it has not, like, obviously Barcelona is touristy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the new It Girl City, which is a completely other statement. And it wasn't for the longest time. Like not not even Madrid, Not, nothing in Spain was <laughs> It Girl City approved. But now it is. And I'm totally excited for it. There, I haven't seen any of the YouTube blogs they have posted because I, I'm saving it for a moment where I need to be absolutely and completely happy because this is what they will deliver.
0: You haven't seen it? Because I was about to say, I haven't seen, uh, I've, I've got the Where I Live one one open and uh, I haven't watched it yet. But what I have noticed is that on the cover, it features someone, presumably her in the sea, uh, an aerial picture of Barcelona, or, mm-hmm. well, you know, from a high building and controversial... Sangria. Sangria.
2: But what I don't expect them to be like, oh yeah, do you know that there's a lot of political conflict in (laughs) (laughs) Catalonia? I don't want them to do that. I just want them to be there. And if they want to take a picture of a sangria, I will go to the bar and ask for a sangria. Like, I'm adapting to them, not them to me.
0: Well, controversially, I went out for lunch with my parents-in-law the other day. And my mother-in-law, who's about Catalan as they come, Uh, ...ordered sangria. So I think the sangria revival is on.
2: It's on. And Barcelona is the new white girl city. That's it from me today. I think I have given the most important information of the year. I think you will all be very happy to live in this town... ...if you see... ...if you go and watch these videos. Like, if you're having a sad day... ...if you're not feeling like... ...not motivated with life... ...just go on YouTube or just go on Instagram and search these girls and search the, their YouTube blogs of the place you live in. You casually live here. You're mm, even better than them. You knew before them that this was a potential cool city and then you will be happy again.
0: Well, see, this is what I'm wondering. How can we, and I mean, obviously, me, mm-hmm. uh, benefit from, from, from this shaded cool from, from these people? What can we do? Like? Because, you know... Consume like- their
2: content and think, oh my God, I'm so cool. I'm so cool. I yeah, but look, it, yeah, I but, know these places. I've been yeah,
0: there. That works in my head. What about the other people I'm trying to impress?
2: Which other people,
0: oh, I don't know people. Like, I mean, because if I made it, like, if I made a video right now,
2: oh no, no, <coughs> you're not the content creator. You're just the consumer. Get it? Like, that we have to get it straight. We are not these girls, and we will never be these girls. But, but we can get validation from them.
0: But I want to bathe in their reflected glory, and I don't. I don't see and how. And they I can. allow
2: us to by. Allowing us to consume their content and their lifestyle and their curated um, view of our city. So that's the the basic top that they allow us. And, and I'm so happy for that. No one else did that for me before.
0: But like one, one way in which people respond to these kind of things, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you've noticed people online are not always very nice, is yeah. some people would react to this by going, oh, well, you didn't go to like, I don't know, yeah. Castel del Fels or whatever, yeah. or like, you know, like.
2: But uh, I don't care about these people. They're losers. You don't <laughs> understand? Like, I'm so much like, uh, okay, you're lame. I'm not. I'm just going to watch this video and ask for a sangria the next time.
0: What is this about the secret place being Esplúes del Llobregás? <laughs> this
2: is something I wanted to elaborate more, but my I don't have enough brain power, but I'm going <laughs> to, like, because I, obviously, I was on TikTok. Did, today, I haven't said the word TikTok yet. No, no, uh, good, good, good. <laughs> but one. here it is. <laughs> it's coming. Um,
0: I was worried about you, actually. I was like, <laughs> what was going on?
2: Um, well, on TikTok... Because these girls have decided that Barcelona is cool. Um, a lot of other people have come. People that are like, I want to experience that too. I want to go to this random-ass place called Barcelona. And and they act like... Like you said, you you have considered making content of Barcelona too. These people that come here decide it's also their job to make content of it, even though they're not a cool girl like they are. So it's like... A, lower quality content of what these girls do. So it's like wannabe cool girl that goes to Barcelona content. There's a lot of that in TikTok. And I love it when it it pops up in my For You page, which is like the homepage of TikTok um, because it's like tourists acting like they're locals and being like secret places <laughs> in Barcelona that you may not know, that you have to discover and it's like these aesthetic shots um like video shots of of places and and, it's, and the one that popped up in my for you page like yesterday or a couple of days ago was like the um, blind. Secret places in Barcelona that you may not know, and the, a few shots, and then and, uh, an acute music in uh, in the background, and be, and then written like in this cute letter lettering like Splugas del <laughs> which is the least aesthetic place that you can think of when if you're from here, and this is like if it's the gift that keeps on giving that these (laughs) girls decided that this is a cool place now because we have the good content that they create and we have the bad content that we can laugh at um, from people who come here and want to act like, and like, want to be locals. And this is like all the, the thing I want to consume on the internet. Like I want to laugh at people and I want to feel validated by the cool girls. So
0: because I was trying to think of anything cool in Esplugas de Llobregat. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I will try
2: to find it and send it to you. It actually was, did a great job trying to make Esplugas de Llobregat look good. But it was like just a wall with a few <laughs> flowers and, and a street that looked a little bit old and European-looking.
0: Well, the, the revival very much <laughs> starts here. That, that, that's quite amazing. I'm going to blow your mind, though. Do you know, actually, back in 2012... Yes, it was 2012. Mm-hmm. I actually made a video. Me and my my wife uh, were paid to make a video about uh, the tourist attractions of Barcelona. Ah. and
2: you are the the, no, I the original 2012, cool girl. 10, 10 years ago. Oh my god!
0: And I managed to. Uh, it was March, okay. and I managed to get incredibly sunburnt. So <laughs> <laughs> stupidly sunburned in the video, uh, and uh, yeah, that 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 wasn't wasn't very good.
2: I'm loving this fun fact.
0: Can I just quickly ask as well, because we're talking about about it girls, right? Um, I'm not quite sure how I got to this. Is it going to be an it girl summer?
2: I am. I have to get my shit together and 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 really start putting on homework on discovering what kind of summer this is. Because last yeah, yeah, year... yeah yeah, I'm, it's ha- already summer
0: for God's sake. Yeah,
2: it's already here, and I haven't decided which kind of summer it is. I don't think it's an. It is an it girl summer. I don't think it is. I I think in their world, it's always a neat girl summer, but it, not in the common people. Last year, it was a hot girl summer, but this year is different. But I don't have a title for it yet.
0: And is Megan The Stallion going to have the hit of the summer yeah. again? Which song?
2: Whatever she wants. <laughs> I will listen... <laughs> Uh, did you go to the Megan Thee Stallion show? I
0: most certainly did go to the Megan Thee Stallion show. I it was great.
2: Truly life-changing. I, I was born there. I was born there, and this that was the first day of my life.
0: Do you know what I found amazing? She played Glastonbury Festival recently, mm-hmm. and uh, she was on one stage, and Paul McCartney was on the other, which seems just like, choose your generation now.
2: You, I you, think I, you would go to the Megan Thee Stallion?
0: No, I wouldn't. I think you would. I would I, not. Know, not. You would. I <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> know you would. Absolutely no way. I'd be... A, I'd be at Paul McCartney. and some other suggestions for hit of the summer because I I love hit of the summer. I know though, so.
2: you do. I know you had options. I know you would come here prepared. And and I would.
0: Okay, I'm gonna hit you with two Megan Thee Stallion ones. Okay. Plan B, mm-hmm. or could it be her Dua Lipa duet "Sweetest Pie"?
2: Mm, wow, that they're both really potentially summer songs. Like that, they they really have the what they need to have to be like the greatest summer anthem. What do you think? Well,
0: or could it be the new Beyonce song?
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's the new Beyonce song. Uh, even even the Drake one. Even Massive.
0: No way, <laughs> no way. That Drake is
2: not. Drake, oh, current. It, it, I love
0: Current. If Drake is the sound of the summer. I'm I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do to be honest. There's not much okay, I can do but, I but, so,
2: look, start start figuring it out because he is gonna be and Beyonce too, obviously, but that's all right. Lizzo. And Megan. Lizzo about that time? Yeah, I've heard it so much on TikTok by now that I'm kind of over it. But this happens all the time. I uh, I get over songs that get too popular on TikTok by like seconds. But yeah, Lizzo, whatever Lizzo does is approved by me too. Like, yes, About Them Time. Yeah, yeah I, About Them Time is a really good one, actually. Yeah, I'm changing my opinion now. Well, the thing that's the thing. A Song of the Summer,
0: you've got to get bored of it. And then you've got mm-hmm. to, like, get back into it. Yeah. And then you've got to get yeah. bored of it. Yeah. And then, like, when you look back three years, you've got to basically sort of cry at how good it was and how, like, how your youth has passed you by and how you just wanted.
2: to Okay, die. yeah, you just really convinced me now. I think it's About Them Time, the one.
0: Uh... Good. Well, uh, we're not going to play that. We're going to play. Hey,
2: <laughs> I was looking through. Right,
0: this is another thing. Do you have a favorite song called Barcelona?
2: I know. I think we should do like a special um, episode where we talk about the worst songs written about Barcelona because Barcelona has not one good song written about it. Like, oh,
0: I beg to. D- hang
2: on. Shut up. What about the the, Freddie, S- Mer- the
0: Freddie Mercury one? Oh, yeah. Monterey sorry. With, is uh, astounding. Yeah,
2: this is this is the that's the answer. That that's the best song written about Barcelona and no one should write about Barcelona ever again because that's the one that it, the price is already given and you shouldn't compete where you don't compare and the worst one already has a price too it's Ed Sheeran's song
0: although I mentioned Sangria which apparently you're, you're a fan of now
2: but it's Ed Sheeran <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not a fan of.
0: Uh, true. No, there, there are some genuinely appalling, appalling songs uh, written about uh, Barcelona. I, I actually wrote a, a blog about this. I was trying to find it a, a while ago. Or was it on Medium about um, what the best? It, it was basically cause I tried to sell this uh, this article which is like the big Barcelona song off. If you see what I mean, like mm-hmm. which ones? Which ones were the best? Um, and um, no one wanted to buy it. But by that point, I'd basically <laughs> already written it in my head. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. Oh, just gonna, it's
2: gonna do it. Pathetic,
0: for free. isn't it? Um, no. And uh, I there there was that one um, the Ed Sheer- so, so what is it? this Ed Sheeran which um, in a bizarre way I sometimes uh, I sometimes defend just because everyone hates it so much okay mm, yeah
2: I I kind of could jump in that mindset like it's so bad I want to feel like someone is folklorizing me like I want to feel like yes let's dance salsa in the middle of the street, yeah, Barcelona. This is what Barcelona is about.
0: I mean, obviously, there's... there's, there's. So, I'm just looking at it now. If I've managed to find it. There's there's Barcelona, Freddie Mercury, which... Mm-hmm. Do you know what? They do not make enough of that song here. They no, really don't. They no. really don't. That's, like, the best song in the world. Yeah. And when you go to the bloody Magic Fountains, they don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> they should, it should
2: constantly be on repeat. Well, so what else do you want
0: to hear at the bloody you know yep.
2: and monarchs and queens and she's a queens she's She's place she's the moment
0: um there's barcelona by george Ezra, are you are you familiar with that no,
2: no maybe maybe if i heard it play but not
0: uh no apparently not he,
2: horrible enough for me to know
0: uh he went to uh, i went to barcelona for a month then standing up finding a nice apartment i found a lady willing to rent her spare room um and he uh i mean it it's 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 terrible it's just terrible terrible there's a song by Twin Atlantic called Barcelona which has utterly disappeared from my memory uh mm-hmm. there is the Ed Sheeran one um which uh he talks about Ramblas <laughs> and Sagrada Familia and I'm pretty sure Sangria is in there yeah, as well yeah, yeah it 100%. is 100% <laughs> Sangria revival <laughs> and and do you know the winner the winner, well, I, I mean, the winner was uh, after uh, okay, Freddie Mercury. It's this, it's this drum and bass song. Okay. And I cannot believe you never heard it. Andre.
1: Sometimes I, I feel like I don't know what's going on. Ooh. And sometimes I'm led to believe everything I know.
0: Listen, I have to tell you, Ma has put her uh, hand over her face in utter despair and revolting. What do you not like about this song? What's
2: wrong? I'm so confused now. I'm so confused. Why I are you so know.
0: confused? Just enjoy it.
2: <laughs> How? How? How does one do that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying it's a, it's a great song, but it's all right. It exists.
2: It exists. It definitely exists.
0: <laughs> it's definitely here. It's,
2: it's, it's playing now. It is something <laughs> that's playing. And... I'm so confused. Why?
0: Like they went to Barcelona and they were like, "All right, well, I wish sometimes I wish I was in Barcelona. Let's make a nice drum and bass thing." Um and um you know, let's have some Spanish guitars in it because that's kind of a thing and some drum and bass. I think it's quite it I think like it,
2: it, there's everything everything's playing <laughs> everything's playing at once. Like uh, how many instruments are in this song like uh, I, I'm i confused. I don't want to say bad things about it. No, you can maybe, say bad things. Maybe in a, in a few days I will re-listen to it and think this is a masterpiece. This is the best song ever written. But but by now I, I'm, I'm just complete and utter confusion.
0: Um, it gets bonus points, if I may, because the video for the song <laughs> features my local bus stop.
2: Okay, which, which is now amazing. you had to start with that. <laughs> now I like it. <laughs>
0: uh actually i think i say it maybe no no definitely it's my local bus stop it's like it's like one of those videos you're like oh my god it all looks so incredible look at that bus stop and you're like oh it's just my local bus stop
2: Uh, and now that i'm thinking I no i think i thought shakira had also a barcelona song but it was just the the music video that she got um punished for by the by the the mayor or whatever what do you not do you not remember that there was a a music video by I think it was Ráviosa or Loca mm. or something like that, um, where Shakira was like dancing around Barcelona and she went into like a fountain and it in the video and she wasn't supposed to and then she got fined because of <laughs> of doing that in a in a music video but it was not about Barcelona now that I'm thinking about it so. Never mind.
0: And now she owes fifteen million to the Catalan <laughs> tax authority. So that it was, was a
2: expensive th- fine. You shouldn't <laughs> get on fountains <laughs> in Barcelona. Uh,
0: anyway, you know, that was our that was our Barcelona uh, song. Um,
2: I mean, r- write
0: some better. Songs. I was looking it up, and there's loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of songs about Barcelona. That one you just heard isn't on Spotify. But don't you think that uh, our friend Pink Panthers could revive it?
2: I would love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're saying very clever stuff today, then. You're <laughs> <I> on fire.
0: <laughs> I, had a, I had a good night's sleep and, and I'm here. Uh, music, all right.
2: Music, that's M- music. maybe slightly <laughs> less confusing than, than, than this song.
0: Not, not as good as, as this song, really. I <laughs> not mean, as good,
2: but less confusing. <laughs>
0: okay, that, that's a good thing. Soccer Mummy um, and her new album, Sometimes Forever. So you're a big fan of Soccer Mummy.
2: Yes. I, I just, who doesn't well, I don't know who doesn't love her. I don't care who doesn't love her. I do that's the important stuff. But, but I yeah, I was listening to the album and I was thinking the whole time. The last thing I could do as a living for a living um is being an album reviewer person. Well, it's fun
0: being an album reviewer person. <laughs> no, because
2: I, I literally have no opinions ever. Like I just hear something and I think I like it maybe because I like the person. I I cannot tell the difference when I like the music and when I like the person or when I do both. And then if it's a man, I'm like, "Mm, it's a man. Ah. <laughs> Wrong." <laughs> I don't like it. And that's it. And you cannot make a review out of that two options. So, I was thinking, what will Ben say about this album? I'm I want to hear it.
0: Well, do you know what I like about Soccer Mummy? I mean, the mm. name obviously, and also the fact she cites Natalie Bruglia as a, as a big uh, big reference,
2: which is amazing. Amazing.
0: She cites Natalie Bruglia as a, as, a, as a reference, and also lots of shoegazing bands. In fact, you know the boring shoegazing bands. Well, I don't think they're boring. You think they're boring? I went to <laughs> see um, at the festival while you were off seeing young people's stuff. She likes them. She cites them as influences. Yeah. Uh, yeah?
2: that's the thing. When cool looking girls and and people that i like side people i have <laughs> people that i love like, is what you're saying <laughs> As a reference i'm like damn it <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that i should have
0: listened to slow Guy. <laughs> um all right so no no right so i i i really like soccer mummy but i don't know her all that well i must mm-hmm. say uh, i listened to her previous album color theory um, what do you like about her in general, not this album? What, what's what's she got? That's the
2: thing. I cannot, for the life of me, elaborate on why I like something, and that fr- frustrated me a lot this morning because I was like, how how does one make a review of something? I'm just gonna say I like it. What about you? <laughs> and that's why you're very good at explaining the exact reasons you like something, and and I'm and I want to hear them. Why? Did you like this
0: album? Well, let me turn over to my yeah, detailed no, notes. Yeah, no, your
2: good old notebook.
0: Um, which uh, I did like this album, and okay. I'll I'll tell I you what. I feel
2: validated now with a strong opinion that we both like this album. <laughs> I like
1: it a lot
0: because um, she normally does her kind of indie, slightly grungy mm. thing, and and she does it very well, and reminds me of people like Biba Doobie and and that mm. kind of thing. And you know, it's quite nineties, which obviously goes exactly into my um, into my into my taste and everything I kind of love about this, um, and on this one, I think it's fair to say she has gone a bit more experimental, right? <laughs> um, like it's produced by One of Tricks Point Never, Daniel Lopatin, um, and in conjunction with him. It's not like an overhaul. It's not like she's suddenly gone like industrial drum and bass and is covering uh, Barcelona, but um, <laughs> it's sort of a bit a bit weirder, which I, which I rather like. Did you, did you get that?
2: Yeah, I heard a lot of guitars. Yeah, <laughs> okay, there like, are a lot maybe of Maybe there are not not a single guitar on site. Um, yes, that, that's the whole thing I could think of, like guitars and soccer Mummy, which I really like, who I really like.
0: I thought it was quite shoegazy at times, particularly on songs like Don't Ask Me. And as you know, I love, I love shoegazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought at other times it sounded a bit like PJ Harvey, for example, on the song A Flourish. Which um, was uh, had that sort of 50 foot Queenie type thing going on. Um, and what else? I thought it was quite psychedelic sometimes, mm-hmm. which I liked as well. And also sounded quite a lot like Portishead, on a song like Darkness Forever.
2: Yeah, um, I, I guess I agree with all you said. The only thing now that I'm thinking about it that I thought um, when I was listening to the album. It's like, I think this album, I have to re-listen and when I'm in the mood to like focus on something, to listen properly to the lyrics because mm, my ADHD or inability to focus on something um, doesn't always allow me to pay attention to what they're singing about or uh, uh, something more than just the bridge or whatever. Um, And I think this one has the potential to have very interesting lyrics that I have not paid attention
0: to. her uh, lyrics normally good?
1: Yeah.
2: Because there's for an
0: excellent line in this, um, in Shotgun, um, which is, I think is one of the songs of the summer, in which she said, whenever you want me, I'll be around, wait for it, like a bullet in a shotgun waiting to sound, which is excellent. It's because like, hey, I'll be around. That's great. That's me. And it's like, ha, like a bullet in <laughs> a shotgun. I got it. it's, it's a brilliant way of uh, changing up things, which I liked a lot.
2: I will listen and pay attention to every single lyric, including this one.
0: Um, and don't get into reviewing albums. You just have people, uh, Madonna fans, being rude at you.
2: Oh, oh Ben. <laughs> Tell us the story about how the Madonna fans hate you.
0: Um, I've had...
2: Well, why would you say something bad about Madonna? That's the first thing. I...
0: Well, because I have unconditional love for my children. I don't have unconditional love for, well, for pop stars. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, you should well, start I... beginning with that. No,
0: because if you don't... If you... Right. If you don't how can you hate Madonna? You can't love every single Madonna song at exactly the same level. Yes. No, you can't.
2: Like you, Do could... you love more your daughter or your son.
0: There's only two of them. There's about like <laughs> there's about like two hundred Madonna songs and all these remixes.
2: I could have 200 kids and I would love them
0: all the same well, well you couldn't have 200 kids <laughs> it would be just biologically <laughs> impossible just uh, to prove a, a point I would do that <laughs> <laughs> go on then alright <laughs> I, I don't think you'll enjoy it but um, I'll babysit one of them <laughs> you 199 um, and I'll still be doing you a favour um, uh, no I love both my children equally I think that's important, it's important then to say you should
2: that. love all Madonna songs equally <laughs> I'm actually the the haters that went on Twitter and shaded and you. I was that. You're was, one of uh, I was the Madonna fans. <laughs> I'm coming out as the person that hated you online.
0: <laughs> there, there, there was there was one there was one person who made a kind of quite remarkable implication like it was almost like implying I might be racist in some sort of weird but, way. In, they, Madonna but,
2: is white
0: yeah okay. no no i i like okay i basically i tweeted about it and i thought well everyone's gonna hate this so i'll end the tweet you know just is mildly criticizing i'm saying i love madonna
2: oh very, and somebody very said clever. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i <laughs> hate wrote, madonna except for when i love her
0: <laughs> and i you know because like, i was thinking well that might give me a bit of a bit of a shield and then somebody somebody said oh you put uh, i love madonna like when racist people say i have a black <laughs> friend
2: and i was like they actually have a bind you put it that
0: way a little bit. Yeah, but it was it was almost like are you am I, am I are you calling me racist? I mean, you're not, but like you, you but you're so- shielding
2: yourself with a shitty argument yeah true <laughs> so they had a they had a great point maybe <laughs> oh maybe you God. had a great point too by saying it, it wasn't the best Madonna song or whatever you said but they had a great point pointing out the I love Madonna by the way Mar in the
0: last five minutes I've already yeah. had uh, six different notifications in addition to the 200 I have overnight so this is
2: <laughs> oh so so it it is happening now. I thought it was like a old no, thing no, that happened. No, no, this is happening oh, right now. I'm going to put a hate to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well,
0: you, you you go for it. And while you, while you do that, thanks very much, let's listen to uh, Shotgun by Soccer Mummy. Lovely song. One of the songs of the summer. Maybe it's the the summer of summer of soccer mummy. Yep. Summer of mummy.
2: Summer mummy. <laughs> summer mummy. Summer mummy. Summer mummy.
0: Unless well, you're about to have two hundred children, you'll be, you'll be <laughs> <all> definitely <laughs> definitely in there. <laughs> Just to make a point. Just to make a point. Yep. um I wanted to talk very briefly, right, mm-hmm. about the TV of the year. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because I have been watching a Catalan TV. Uh, series, would you believe? Um, called. Yeah, Sin- I
2: do believe. I think you're you're very implicated in Catalan stuff.
0: And it's called uh, it's called Sino Te guess Conogut Apologies for the pronunciation there. Um, and it is set and oh god, I've just forgotten the name. Where's the place you used to live?
2: San
0: Cugat. It's in San Cugat, yeah. What? It's set in San Cugat. Somebody described to me as a Catalan dark. Uh, and I absolutely love dark, and it's got absolutely nothing to. I mean, it's set in San Cugat. Apart from like to do the cool stuff, he has to go to Barcelona, obviously. But like the the whole rest of it is all set in in San Cugat, which is quite amazing. Did you know that like had the power of the place you used to live?
2: <laughs> now I know, but the I, is it like an old show? Like they're not do, like they're not airing now. The it's like you're going back to whenever they did that
0: I think it's from 2019 okay. um, but it has recently come to Netflix I think it came ah, to Netflix okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. last last year which was was quite something uh, oh it's 2018 yeah 2018 it was but it kept, just came to Netflix I think I think last year and it's really really good have you seen it no I'm guessing uh,
2: no. <laughs> I th- no I haven't okay but I'm I'm I will trust you but I wouldn't go for it normally
0: why? Do you not like time travel? And oh, dimension that... travel?
2: Oh, is it about time travel? <laughs> oh, Maybe.
0: yes. Well, it's kind of dimensions rather than time, but don't, don't let that worry you. Do you not like people witnessing their own death in other dimensions? That's, that's what I'm all about. If a, if a TV program doesn't have other dimensions and death and, and paradoxes, I'm not in.
2: I will do my best to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I will watch five minutes of it.
0: So uh, you, I was asking you about your favorite TV shows of of the year. And you said you haven't watched any Only Trash. (laughs) Explain yourself.
2: I really cannot. I'm just a shitty person. Because there's a lot of (laughs) things to watch on TV. Because we're in an era where content is created constantly. And to that I say, fuck it. (laughs) I'm going to watch Only Trash TV. Like, I swear I used to be like something that pretended to be intelligent and watch interesting shows but now I'm just here for the trash TV and I I can give you recommendations of that because it's yes. the only thing I've seen yes but that's I don't what I want think you want to become that person but if you don't want to ever think again in your life <laughs> I think I have three good options for you right of course RuPaul's Drag Race
0: of course I've never seen it actually
2: but you, uh...
0: where, where is it on is it Netflix
2: I think they took it out of, or there's a few seasons only because RuPaul is like the world, the franchise franchise of RuPaul is so big now that they have like a whole Netflix of their own called World of Wonder. What? Uh, um, yeah, it's like a Netflix only of RuPaul's franchises, and like really, yeah, there's so much RuPaul like content, like. There's the normal seasons and there's like fourteen of them. There's the all-star seasons and there's seven of them. There's the international franchises like and there's France, Indonesia, um Thailand, um, Spain, Netherlands, Australia, like and they have multiple seasons of that. And there's like spin-offs of just a queen that's very popular doing whatever she wants. And there's infinite amounts of content like you can go on that app and never leave. Like I sometimes feel like I'm like l- no one cares about <laughs> me in in the content creating world. Like I need to watch something, but I know RuPaul will always deliver <laughs> infinite content. I will never be left wanting more because there's always more in this, there. Like so that that never leaves you feeling like oh I don't know what to watch. Yeah, you know
0: this is amazing. I'm just looking at it now. Who's who is Lawrence Cheney? La-
2: you would love <laughs> Lawrence Cheney. See. <laughs> is from Scotland and and has a very thick Scottish accent. And in that season there's the season where Lawrence um is a contestant. Um he has like a a spin-off now by himself.
0: Tartan around, <laughs> brilliantly nice.
2: Brilliant the funniest uh, person ever. Um but in that season there's Bimini as well who is from Norwich. Oh my god. You you would totally love that. I'm
0: paying my 4 euros 15 a month.
2: Uh, it, it's a well worth spent money because you will be like watching constantly it's it's the the only Netflix that that matters now I, I think I will cancel my Netflix I'm cancelling everything and just <laughs> yeah, on what just it, having that yeah. you have enough content but if you don't watch like don't want um drag race content you I, there's a side of my brain that needs like dating, yeah. dating TV shows and obviously there's on Netflix there's a like that The reason you shouldn't cancel your Netflix subscription because all the dating shows are on Netflix normally. And obviously there's Love is Blind and very popular ones. But there's one I haven't seen that many people talk about Mm. that blew my mind that's called Singles Inferno. And the interesting thing (laughs) about it is that it's Korean. It's a Korean dating show. And I have never thought about how the Korean dating life would be. And it is a cultural shock. Why? Why? Just so you get an idea of it, like, have you seen at least one dating TV show, reality TV show ever?
0: I've seen Blind Date, but you don't remember that one. That was the British one in the 80s, 90s.
2: I I could imagine what it's about, about Blind Date, maybe.
0: (laughs) Well, basically, uh, to give a brief resume, you have uh, either a single woman or an an individual woman or an individual man, and there's three of the other sex. I don't think they ever did same-sex ones. Um, uh, sort of waiting, and they can't see, oh, and they have yeah, to ask them questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like if you RuPaul,
2: t- RuPaul, makes fun of that too. In, a, in <laughs> a, yeah, excellent. And, and the, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, all my references come from RuPaul. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, a lot of the dating shows we're used to, at least the ones that I've seen, it's like a lot of sex, a lot of. Um, whatever from early on like the whenever the tv show starts maybe that there's two that really connect and they already like fall in love and you see like a lot of their dating life but this korean one there's not a single kiss throughout the entire show good but it's like they're kind of dating and maybe they touch hands and to them that is like going crazy and it really shocked me, and I was really into it. And I was like, "Cultures are different." I like the sound I'm of that. i thinking thoughts <laughs> during a TV reality TV show. It <laughs> is it is interesting to to watch, and it gets you hooked too, because you want to know what happens. What happens? Nothing happens. Why is it called Singles Inferno? I think the whole thing was supposed to be like, I don't I don't even remember the premise. I just remember, um. But I, I, yeah, it was supposed to be because they could only go on dates if they chose each other, and there was like a, a game kind of thing. Like right, right. You put a name, and if the other one puts your name, you could go on a date. But if the other one, there was like a, a premise that was supposed to make the show more interesting. But <laughs> the interesting fact was, it was a cultural shock if you were not Korean.
0: And the final, the final
2: recommendation. The final, yeah, you, you, comes in. All know what I'm going to say. The Kardashians. Why would you ever need anything else other than the Kardashians? These people were put on earth to act like the Greek gods. (laughs) Like, not in a, like, they're very beautiful, but, like, the myth and stuff, like, Greek people, ancient people, like, used to have, like, oh, the... Al Olimpo, um, there's this god, and they have these adventures. This is what we're doing with the Kardashians. It's like, oh, there's this family, and they're doing their silly little things. And we all know what they're doing. And we have, like, stories around them. They're like our mythology. Like, we need to know what these people are doing. And they have, like, this new show, which is exactly the same as Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but just called the Kardashians now. And it's on Disney+. Plus. So it's easier to watch than having to go to the dark web like I used to have <laughs> to watch keeping up with the Kardashians. And bonus points, um the Kardashian Colloquium, which is the influencer I always say when I'm talking about the Kardashians who um is the most intelligent person ever born, um has like a, was given a column on Vogue to like review each episode and she's brilliant and and it's so like um and to, to read after watching one episode and the season the first season of this new show which is exactly the same as the last show they had uh, is over so you can binge watch all the episodes if you haven't been keeping up you don't have to do
0: that boring waiting stuff waiting? well you don't have to wait because it's all there
2: ah yeah of course <laughs> which is what I had to do but I will do anything for this family I will kill all my 200 (laughs) kids for this family if (laughs) if they want to
0: and I'm the bad person (laughs) anyway we've got to end there because Victor is is waiting but we are going to finish with a song by I, i like to think our close personal friend can we? Rina Sawayama Catch Me in the Air